Hey, it's Latif from Radio Lab. Our goal with each episode is to make you think, how did I live this long and not know that? Radio Lab, adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Today we heard from a Democratic congressman from Oregon who said his constituents are running 90% against intervention in Syria. We're also polling constituents around the country for their views on whether the U.S. should intervene in Syria. This is Jennifer Skeinberg in Glen, Washington, and I'm calling in to say I support the strikes. We ignored World War II until they bombed us, and in the meantime, thousands and thousands of innocent people were gassed. So I say, go, Obama. Elizabeth calling from Rockwell, Texas. I don't think we need to go into... There's battle going on over there, overseas. You, you don't justify taking emotion against many lives by killing a bunch more people. So surprising opinions, split views. We're getting a lot of different views on this. My next guest does not speak for the more than 150,000 Syrian Americans in the U.S., but he is one of them. He was born and raised in Syria, now lives in Miami, Florida. Hadi Yaziji is a Syrian American. Hadi, welcome. Thank you, John. So what's your view on the question of uh, what's going on in your country and whether the U.S. should intervene? A lot of talk about Syria, your home, uh, over the last few weeks. Sure. Well, I mean, in order to answer the question of whether um, the U.S. should intervene, we have to just take a step, step back and look at what actually is happening and what caused it. Syria, unfortunately, is a battleground not for... Uh, freedom and democracy. It's a battleground of um, outside interests. There are multiple wars going on in Syria that Syrian people have nothing to do with. Uh, Russia and the U.S., uh, they want to exercise control over the area, and Syria is a strategic ally of Russia. Syrian people have nothing to do with that. Uh, Russia um, and Iran on one side, and U.S. and Israel on the other side. Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia against Iran, battling Iran in Syria. The Syrian people have nothing to do with that. So when we talked uh, earlier, I think Nicholas Kirstoff mentioned, or uh, Kurt Schreider, the um, uh, congressman, mentioned that a lot of the people fighting the Syrian military uh, are foreign fighters. That is true, absolutely true. Some of them don't even speak Arabic because they're Chechens. Well, they're let, support- what, what do you think of Bashar al-Assad and the attack that motivated all of this latest uh, latest talk? Well, we have to... Um, you know, when uh, any any uh, um, massive massacre at this scale happens, we really have to investigate. Where is the investigation? Let's let's allow the UN investigators finish their work and find out some more. The the evidence, the so-called evidence that presented to the Foreign Relations Committee behind closed doors is based on a third-party intelligence. We're, we're, we're done with third-party intelligence. All right, but you don't, believe, you don't believe that Bashar al-Assad used chemical weapons, and are you a supporter of the current regime in Syria? I am not. I'm part of the opposition, but I'm part of the nonviolent opposition. Uh, the question whether we believe Bashar al-Assad did, the, um, um, did order somebody to launch uh, um, chemical-loaded uh, rockets uh, is possible. It's a possibility. But in the end of the day, we have to look at who's the f- beneficiary of this. President Obama drew the red line and gave a cue to some people to, to do it. 
Now, uh, if, uh, you know, the, the regime is, is a mad regime, but it's not that mad that at the day of the arrival of the UN uh, chemical weapons inspectors, that they will decide to, to do something at this scale the day the inspectors arrived. Uh, there are some reports. One of them is from an AP journalist, Associated Press journalist, uh, who is, was reporting for another organization uh, called Mint Press. They had a journalist on the ground interviewing the rebels, and they said that they got these rockets from uh, Saudi Arabia, from uh, Bandar bin Sultan, and, and his nickname is Al-Habib. Al-Habib in Arabic means the lover. So we have to look at these things. Right. Now, does, that, that doesn't implicate him or doesn't implicate Saudi Arabia or somebody else. But we have to look at these things. The, what concerns me is the, the Foreign Relations Committee hearing was actually a joke. I mean, Rand Paul is right. He is right. It was a joke. They made a decision to go to war, and they're shoving it down the throat of, uh, of Congress to, uh, to agree. The American people have spoken. Uh, every congressperson will tell you that the calls for no versus yes are like 95, 98% versus 2%. Well, that uh, certainly was reflected in the House of Foreign Affairs Committee yesterday. Uh, Hadi Aziji is a Syrian-American living in Florida. You don't speak for 150,000 Syrian-Americans in the U.S., but obviously following this very, very closely. Hadi, thanks so much. Thank you. Appreciate it. So to intervene or not to intervene, that's the question. Let's hear from the interveners. This is Amjad from uh, North Alboro in Massachusetts, and I'm calling to say yes for the intervention in Syria to stop the killing of children, women, and innocent people. I hope the Congress will come with the right decisions and that we will learn how to teach our children the responsibility by protecting other children. Hello, my name is Ani. I'm calling from San Jose, California. My take is that I don't think we should be arming the rebels. If Turkey wants to go to war in Syria, they can go right ahead. They share a border, and it's a bigger security issue for them than for the United States. This is John Ambrose uh, calling from New York, uh, and I want to support uh, limited strikes so that this arrogant president will not have the ability to kill his own people anymore. Now, that's one set of views, but on the other side, please, no intervention. Hi, my name is Ellen, and I'm calling from Plasto, New Hampshire. And my view on Syria is that, no, we should not get involved in any way. I do understand it's a horrific, horrific crime against humanity, and children are getting killed, and um, innocents are losing their life but they're losing their life in our country, too. We are allowing children to get mowed down in schools and on the streets, and we're allowing children in this country to go to get hungry. We are doing a bad job. Rick, calling from Dallas, Texas, uh, I think it's crazy that we continue to ignore the fact that the CIA is and has been training, arming, uh, supporting logically, Al-Qaeda and Muslim fundamentalist terrorists, we're calling those people rebels. Those are not people that we want in charge of the government. It is absolutely insane, whether there's chemical weapons used or not, that that is our plan. My name's Dave. I'm calling from Cincinnati, Ohio. The only people who truly benefit from a war in Syria is the military-industrial complex and Al-Qaeda. Split opinions out there from you and a lot of questions. This is Dave from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. And my question for the president today 
would be if we do a targeted strike at Syria, isn't that a provocation of war or a declaration of war on the country of Syria? This is Doug McWilliam from Charlotte, North Carolina. What about the boots on the ground in Turkey with the, uh, with the missile systems? What about the boots on the ground in Jordan, training the Jordan uh, army? If a war breaks out, aren't they at risk, and aren't they, in fact, boots on the ground already? Patricia Murphy, San Antonio, Texas. The people on Capitol Hill need to start looking forward on who's going to take over Syria when they get rid of Assad. Thoughtful questions there and comments from all the listeners. Thanks to all of you, particularly that uh, comment from Doug McWilliams from Charlotte, North Carolina. There are U.S. military personnel in the region, certainly in Turkey and in Jordan. What would happen if the conflict goes wider? Do you support the president's plan for a limited strike on Syria? Are you opposed to it? Do you have questions you need answered? Give us a call at 8778-MY-TAKE. Leave a comment at thetakeaway.org. Be a part of the conversation and the debate. Thanks so much for listening. I'm John Hockenberry. This is The Takeaway. The Takeaway is supported by the Henry Luce Foundation for increased understanding of East and Southeast Asia and the Rockefeller Foundation, whose transportation initiative is promoting equitable and sustainable developments in communities across the country. 